Next on a special 4 p.m. edition of BYU Sports Nation, the latest on where BYU and LSU will play college football. Major relocation efforts underway. Plus, LSU head coach Ed Orgeron on the game time status of his two best players. One of them will not play. And BYU head coach Kalani Satake speaks with the media about the LSU game and his thoughts on the Portland State contest after watching some film. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We are live from Studio B at 4 p.m. BYU Sports Nation, your day-to-day play-by-play. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Hope you're enjoying your Monday, August 28th, wherever and however you are dialed in. It's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. We said it this morning, and we echo what we have already said today. From BYU Sports Nation, we send our collective thoughts and prayers to those suffering and being impacted by Hurricane Harvey in the southern part of Texas, Houston, all surrounding areas. Uh, We love you. It is absolutely heartbreaking to watch what is unfolding in that area right now, but we are inspired by your resilience and the stories of heroism that uh, seem to pop up by the minute on social media. That's what America is about. Obviously, football is not near the importance level of what is happening in Texas. We also understand our job is to, to discuss BYU sports, however, and how this situation directly impacts BYU. We know that thousands of you have airfare, hotel, ticket accommodations to Houston, and that is all in flux. So we are committed to update you on anything of relevance in regard to the relocation of this BYU-LSU game, which is why we are live right now, and that takes us to our headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. BYU and LSU, in collaboration with ESPN and NRG, undertaking a massive operation to relocate Saturday's game between the Cougars and Tigers. LSU beat reporter Ross Dellinger confirmed there are a handful of sites that have directly communicated with ESPN. Dallas, Nashville, Orlando, New Orleans. More details on the way. New Orleans may be out because the mayor tweeted uh, within the hour, hey, uh, let's be careful. We've got some drainage, you know, maybe issues here. When I, In fact, here's the quote. Uh, here's a quote from the mayor of uh, New Orleans. I'm recommending everyone stay at home tomorrow because of uncertainty about storm and diminished capacity of drainage system. So I'm wondering if New Orleans is out of the the running for the relocation spot for this game. So the three you mentioned, I think, Dallas, Nashville, Orlando, appear to be in the final three, if you will. We'll see. We'll see. It could be elsewhere. BYU head coach Kalani Satake was asked about the situation. He had nothing official to report, but did offer some ideas about where he thinks the game maybe should be played. I wish I could say the game is going to be in, in, in uh, the Bahamas. That'd be nice, you know, or in Hawaii. That'd be cool. But um, they, they can always come back here to Pro Bowl. I don't know. I, just, I don't have anything to report other than uh, once we find out. I, I don't think it's a secret that they want to keep, you know. We want everyone to know. And um, I'm not really worried about that. Just we're more concerned with the people there in Houston and then, and then – uh, just trying to handle the stuff that we can handle here as, as a program. LSU head coach Ed Orgeron echoed the sentiment of Kalani Satake expressing his concern for the people in Houston. And he said that, listen, wherever the game is, whenever it is, his Tigers will be ready to go. Go and administration, they lead the way. Uh, my job is to get the team ready. 
Uh, we're going to focus in on the task at hand, and wherever they tell me we're going to play, we're going to get the team ready to go and compete like Tigers. All right, Ed Orgeron and Kalani Satake awaiting, just like the rest of us, official news about where and when this game will be played. As soon as anything becomes official, it is our job to update you, and we will do just that. A few personnel notes for this one. BYU head coach Kalani Satake told the media today he expects junior linebacker Butch Pau to be available for the Cougars on Saturday against LSU. That's good news. Pau did not play against Portland State. He had 83 tackles last year for Brigham Young. LSU head coach Ed Orgeron also said this, speaking of personnel matters, Jerem, All-American linebacker candidate Arden Key will not play against BYU. Key, a 2016 All-SEC player, had 14.5 tackles for loss last season. He is an early first-round projected pick. This should help Tanner Mangum breathe a little bit easier not having a player of that caliber coming at him every play. That's big news. I mean, Arden Key is like a day one draft pick kind of guy, first-round type talent, led the SEC in sacks per game last year. He had shoulder surgery in the spring, missed all of spring, has, has hardly practiced, if at all, for LSU. So the fact that he is missing the first game, and then the, the next two games for LSU are cupcakes, then they give it into SEC play. They're saving him up for what they hope is a run at a division title or SEC title or even national title, depending on how good they are. This is a top 15 team with a lot of talent. I told you in my 10 and 10 that the best defensive player BYU will face in 2017 is Arden Key, and the dude is not playing against BYU. That is a bummer for LSU. That is a break for BYU. So who are the guys or is the guy that will replace Arden Key? Ed Orgeron spoke specifically about that. And our bench linebacker is still up in there. We have not decided who our bench linebacker is going to be. I coach that position. Arden Key will not play in this game. Uh, Ray Thornton, Kilivan Chasson, or Andre Anthony will be the starter. That could be up to a game-type decision. I want to see how they practice all week. They're very young players, and we still need a week of work there. This much I know. It will be a young five-star talent playing at that position. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be someone that might be drafted in the NFL yes, one day. Yes, that's how it works at LSU. Also in his press conference, Coach Orgeron said LSU heralded running back Heisman Trophy candidate Darius Geis will be eased back into practice this week and isn't 100% certain to play this week. Now He's going to play. Now, wait a minute. I thought he got his wisdom teeth out. They said he, went, he Was sustained it more than that? an injury in practice. There, there is a little bit of news now leaking out. He's going to play. Darius Geis, to me, in my 10 and 10, he's the best offensive player. He's going to play. BYU will play. This dude led the SEC in rushing last year. He uh, ran for 285 against Texas A&M, who at the time was ranked fourth, by the way. This guy can ball. I mean, he will be a handful for BYU. In fact, defensively, it's like, can you slow down? I don't even use the word stop. Can you slow down? You limit him. Darius Geis, who is so good. This is, this is also a guy who's a first-round NFL talent. All right. Now some news from the NFL. The Green Bay Packers announced they have released former BYU wide receiver Colby Pearson. The Packers roster now stands at 87. Remember, they're required to take it down to 53 in time for game one. I thought Pearson hung with the Packers longer than I, I thought he would. His injury in camp was his ankle. very unfortunate. In a game. Yes. Yeah, so he, he did a nice job of getting into camp, and he had an incredible 40 time, like a 4-3 something, which is awesome. A guy who did a nice job at BYU. He wasn't a featured wide receiver at BYU, but here he is. 
in, with the Packers in the camp. Hopefully another team takes a stab at them. All right, just to update you on what we know again about the relocation of the BYU-LSU game, from everything that we have heard, whether it be a beat reporter from LSU, different reports circulating online, uh, direct communication with us here at BYU Sports Nation, it seems like it will be one of three sites. And in no particular order, I'm just going from west to east. Dallas, Texas, probably the Cotton Bowl if it were played there. Nashville, the home of the Titans at Nissan Stadium, or Orlando, where there are hotels and available stadiums to handle this type of short-notice relocation. To me, the most logical spot for this is Dallas yes. and the Cotton Bowl. Sure. We, will, we will see if that is indeed the spot. Seeing you know, tweets reporting Orlando seems to be less likely at this point. We'll see where it gets played. The good thing is... The, the priority is straight. Take care of the people in Houston. This game doesn't matter compared to that. Then you move on way down the line and you go, okay, we have a football game. Let's play this game. NRG and ESPN are the ones who control this game. They're the decision makers. Uh, and when they make an announcement, we will let you know. Whether that's during this show from 4 to 5 Mountain Time, 6 to 7 Eastern. To be determined. Or on Twitter later and we'll break it down tomorrow. Or if it's tomorrow, we, we will see. I would think that if they don't make the decision today, that it will be made tomorrow. There's too many moving pieces for it to be later than Tuesday, in my opinion, for when you announce where this goes. And to me, Dallas is the most logical option. One, the Cotton Bowl is available. And there are some other spots that are available. And it's the Advocare Texas kickoff. So that would tie in. And, and, yeah, you, you could play it where you want it and whatnot, but well, let's, see where, let's see where this ends up. But to me, Dallas, it's the best weather on Saturday of all the locations, 20% chance of precipitation. That can always fluctuate. It's not going to rain a ton a couple of days before. Some people are like, oh, Dallas, right by Houston, right? Well, it's about four hours north, so there's a little bit of difference. Not being affected by flooding, not nearly in the same way as Houston, which is the word catastrophic has yeah, been used, and yeah. we've seen the images, and it, it is wild, and we hope everyone's okay there. But th- this football game is going to get moved, and it's going to be Dallas, it's going to be Nashville, Orlando. Those are the top three that we are hearing. Now, I've heard from a number of you on social media, well, Spencer, why, don't, why doesn't BYU just offer to host it at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Or, or why doesn't LSU just say, hey, let's play it in Baton Rouge and – We'll make it a home-and-home. Home. If BYU plays at Baton Rouge, then at some point LSU would come to Provo. That, that's all grand. and that, one off that's, through ESPN. That, ESPN helps set this up. It is all about ESPN. There is big money involved here, and when big money is involved and ESPN, they're going to get what they want. And ESPN has clearly said, and from what we've learned, they want this to be a neutral site game. It's, yeah. it's not about the home campuses. Right, and, it, and yeah, they want to avoid it. For one thing, yeah, Baton Rouge is not in a situation at this point to host it. And then LSU coming all the way out to Provo, it's just unrealistic. So they want to keep it neutral is what we were told by Ross Dellinger earlier today who works for the Baton Rouge Advocate. Uh, to me, Dallas is the number one spot. We'll see if it's Nashville, Orlando. They're going to try and keep this generally in the area over there, I, I do know this, though. BYU was, is ready, and if, if they were asked, they would have gone to Death Valley. BYU would have gone there had they oh, been asked. Are you kidding me? In you, fact, they you looked tell forward the players, to it. You're going to get to play at the home of LSU. Okay. I, I know of several players that welcomed that idea. So BYU willing to go where they need to go to play what I've called the crown jewel of BYU's independent scheduling, playing LSU in a neutral site. Yeah, why wouldn't you want the opportunity to take on 
LSU in one of the renowned college football stadiums. Now, from a competitive standpoint, no way. Don't go into Death Valley. For the experience. But the players, yeah, they, they want that. They welcome that challenge, man. All right, we have updated you as far as we know right now. We, along with the rest of you, are awaiting official news from ESPN, BYU and LSU, about uh, the decision-making and when a stadium and site becomes official. We know the clock is ticking. A lot of you are waiting to push uh, the reservation buttons on airfare and hotels and figure out what you're going to do with the tickets that you already bought. We don't know right now and as soon as we know anything we will take care of you we are live at 4 30 p.m mountain time in studio b with uh, an update on the latest and greatest news featuring the relocation of byu and lsu several reports from numerous media outlets uh, including bruce feldman of cbs sports ralph russo from the ap brett mcmurphy Uh, reporting that BYU and LSU will be played in the city of New Orleans at the Superdome, which is surprising given some things we heard earlier, but that seems to be the official word for BYU and LSU. Superdome in New Orleans, that much closer to Baton Rouge, so make your plans. We are awaiting official confirmation from BYU and LSU but it seems very likely we're headed that direction. Now, I'm a little surprised by this, given the mayor's comments. Um, and I know the game's being played indoors, but obviously there can, there's concern about the locals. Uh, the mayor of New Orleans tweeted this afternoon, or uh, it was reported by Jeff Adelson of the New Orleans Advocate, I'm recommending everyone stay home tomorrow because of uncertainty about storm and diminished capacity of drainage systems. There's also a tornado warning. There's also flash flood warnings through Thursday in New Orleans. This is an interesting choice, given those items. Brett McMurphy, formerly of ESPN, still very much tied into the college football community, said this on his Facebook page. BYU-LSU will be played in New Orleans instead of Houston. Four other communities were considered. Orlando, Jacksonville, Nashville, and Dallas for the game. Making it an LSU home game in Baton Rouge was never considered a possibility for the game. Just like we told you, ESPN right. wanted to keep this at a neutral site, NFL BYU headed to New Orleans for the first time since 2009 when they played the Green Wave of Tulane. Now, that was coming off of that Oklahoma win, famously in 09. Obviously, an NFL stadium in the Superdome, home of the New Orleans Saints. So it's still about, what, an hour and a half away from Baton Rouge. So this is a closer location than Houston. Obviously, a ton of LSU fans there. all, All the logistics around television. Uh, It appears the TV time will stay the same, by the way, which is... Uh, 9.30 Eastern time, uh, 7.30 Mountain. We'll be on with Countdown to Kickoff at 8.30 Eastern. Uh, we'll have coverage from the field, you know, there in New Orleans and Provo. Still waiting for official confirmation, by the way. Now, here's the thing. We have a member of our BYU TV sports crew in New Orleans. We had one in every city just to ca- – no, I'm just kidding. This, he just happens to be there. Mike Olson, he just sent me a text message that said, I am in New Orleans right now. They are expecting 10 inches of rain this week. Pump systems – aren't exactly working right now. They're at 70% from what he has been told. So Now, now this gives me con- some concern. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like, is New Orleans in a position to host this game effectively, or do they need to take care of their people, given the kind of side brunt of Hurricane Harvey? Houston getting the brunt of it, obviously. New Orleans affected as well. Obviously, Katrina was a disaster there, and that was a terrible thing. My concern is mainly for people in those locations to be safe, let alone a football game. So the choice for New Orleans is interesting to me. 
It, it makes sense logistically for everything but the weather, which is the reason that it was changed in the first place. Yeah, it, in a Superdome, as we know. And now let's make it official with some BYU Sports Nation breaking news. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. All right. We uh, assumed, and now we have official word. Jerem, if you don't mind. So BYU just released the following statement. Due to the devastating impact of Hurricane Harvey to Houston and the surrounding areas, the Advocare Texas kickoff between BYU and LSU, originally scheduled to be played in NRG Stadium in Houston, has been relocated to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. The game will still be played Saturday, September 20, or 2nd, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, and televised on ESPN. To quote... First and foremost, we are keeping the citizens of Houston region and the thousands of first responders in our thoughts during this very difficult time, said Pete Derzis, ESPN's Senior Vice President of College Sports Programming and Events. Quote continued, over the last 72 hours, we have been in constant contact with all entities involved, including our partners at the Lone Star Sports and Entertainment, the SEC, and both institutions. Ultimately, the decision was made to move forward with the relocation. Efforts are underway in New Orleans, and we will work with the fans, the Superdome, the New Orleans Convention, and Visitors Bureau, and both schools throughout the week to ensure the most optimal game day experience for all, end quote. Now it's, now it's indoors, so obviously unaffected by the rain. But everyone getting to or- New Orleans is going to be affected by the it's raining all week, also uh, you know, we'll, we'll tell you what Tom Homo, BYU's athletic director, said. Blaine Fowler will join us coming up. So full coverage of the relocation switch to New Orleans, Louisiana for BYU and LSU this Saturday. All right. We are doing it live for a reason because we just found out BYU and LSU will play in New Orleans. How this affects both teams, fan bases, tickets. As Jerry mentioned, we'll hear from Tom Homo, his statement, and Blaine Fowler on the way. BYU Sports Nation doing what we love the most. And that is updating you in the moment. Blaine, are you ready? Of course he is. He's been waiting all day for this. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We're on demand anytime, anywhere. We just broke the news, BYU and LSU, to meet in the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana, on Saturday Slated for the same kickoff time as was originally placed, 8.30 Central, 7.30 Mountain. Uh, and for those watching on the East Coast, of course, 9.30. Joining us now in Studio B is Blaine Fowler to talk about now what all of this means for BYU and LSU and the fan bases and uh, all parties involved. From a game perspective, I, mean, I, don't think, I don't think the players really care that much. They're going to be in a big NFL type environment. Another NFL I, I talked yeah. to a bunch of the guys after the game, a bunch of Gavin's friends, and and they said, "Hey, if that thing has to be moved, we'd be perfectly fine if we let LSU have a home game." They were fine with going. They're like, "If we're going to kind of be on the road anyhow, why not have a hundred thousand people that hate you and really because you can feed off of that." Now, having said that, New Orleans is a lot closer. Spencer, you already said that in the last segment. New Orleans is only an hour and 20, hour and 30 minutes away from Baton Rouge. It's, it's over four hours to drive down to Houston. So will they get – they'd already sold a fair number of tickets. Will they get even more fans now that will make the trip down and create a hostile environment, which if, if you're a team on the road, you want a hostile environment. Worst thing in the world is to play in front of a crowd that doesn't care. You want that either to love you or hate you. And so I, I think from that perspective, I think maybe there will be more fans uh, from LSU there. And both are dome stadiums, so being indoors. 
from a game plan's perspective, I think BYU's going to have to be able to effectively throw the football in this game. And so there'll be dry conditions, and they'll be able to throw it. It's in a dome. Yeah, it's in a dome. Now, we are, we are learning right now that reports from LSU say that uh, tickets bought through LSU will be refunded. They will not be honored. This is, they have to sell the entire game out this week. from scratch what, this week. What about week? BYU's 9,400? I have that question, too. Yeah. I talked to Tom Homo on Saturday, and he was pretty sure at that time that they were going to have to move it. And we talked about possibilities, and he just said, people will never understand the logistical nightmare that this is. Oh, incredible. And, 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 but he said, we'll figure it out because we want to play the game. And at that point, he, he knew he had talked to the LSU folks that they felt it was important and they needed to play. BYU knew it was important and they needed to play. And they knew that it, would, might, you know, it might have to be moved. And that it would be a logistical nightmare, especially this whole ticketing thing and travel and all of that uh, for the fans. But they felt it important enough that they're going to deal with the logistics of it. And I don't know how BYU will handle it because you're right. If you're going to do it the way LSU is, we'll just refund all of your money and then call back in or get online because it's a completely different seating configuration. You can't just say, hey, if you had this seat in in, uh, NRG Stadium, now we're giving – you have to actually go pick seats out and do all of that again. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, we have a quote from Tom Homo. Yeah, we should probably read that quote. We are sorry for the disruption to BYU fans who purchased tickets and made travel plans for Houston, said BYU Director of Athletics Tom Homo. We hope many of you will be able to make necessary changes to join us in New Orleans to cheer on the Cougars. Our thoughts and prayers continue to be with the people in South Texas who are currently facing the devastating effects of Hurricane Harvey, end quote. So we'll figure out the ticket situation as soon as, as, soon as we have. And, and the airlines, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I'm going to tell you what I learned last night because I was on the phone with Delta for quite a while, and I don't know if every airline is going to do this, but Delta has a weather waiver for a Houston airport right now, meaning that there's a, a period of time now that they've extended that says if you had a flight coming into Houston during this time, we'll waive all the change fees and all those things and we'll apply whatever you paid on that ticket toward another ticket if you commence travel before the end of this next weekend. So, And I think they said through the 7th you had to travel which was good news. I bought a ticket for my wife, Brenda, to go. She wants to go watch Gavin play. And so we'll get on and we'll rebook and we'll be able to do that without all the change fees and all that because of the weather waiver in Houston. That's what Delta told me last night. So that's good Tell news. Tell them Blaine Fowler sent you. That's, that's good news. That what, <laughs> aren't you like a silver gold elite member of Delta too? What's the highest you can be in Delta? <laughs> Medallion. Diamond. A diamond? Okay. All yes, right. I am uh, a diamond. Okay. Okay. I've flown almost 2 million miles with Delta. So they call me, sir. But... And diamond my forwarding well. address is if Blaine's not home, just send it to Delta Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> so but I would assume other airlines will do the same because the Houston airport has got some problems right now with, with water and power and all those kinds of things. And so and people need to get on and start trying to make these changes. And, and if the airlines are telling you, no, we can't do anything about it, you know, say, what about the weather? Do you do weather waivers? And that's an angle that you ought to take um, to try to get things changed. And hopefully, um, I looked, airfare to New Orleans was actually less expensive than it was to Houston. So maybe everybody will come out okay in this. And I hope that fans will go. It'll be a great experience. New Orleans is a – the food and the music is fantastic. There's a lot of fun things to do in New Orleans. There's a lot of crazy things that BYU fans might not like. But there's also a lot of good music and a lot of good food there. And this is a great stadium. They just did a $230 million renovation last year to the Superdome. Um, so it will be fun. When it's called the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, you know it's going to be nice. Yeah, it, can't, sure. it can't look like a Yugo. It's got to look like a Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> I'm still interested in why New Orleans was the choice, given the, the unfortunate Hurricane Katrina several years ago, and now there's concerns of 
drainage systems with issues, tornado, flash flood warnings. It's going to, I'm looking on weather.com right now, 90% chance of precipitation, 100% tomorrow, 80, 90, 80, 50 Saturday. I know it's in a dome, but I'm talking about the people and the concern for those people in that region. This is an interesting selection for me because, yeah, go enjoy New Orleans. Bring an umbrella. Yeah, if you're going to go around, you're going to have to bring an umbrella. So, um, yeah, and that, that is the problem. But the game won't be if, – if they have enough drainage and, and everybody's safe, the game's going to be played indoors in a climate-controlled environment. It's not going to be crazy humid in there, and it'll be fine. Um, but you're right. Is it going to be trouble getting to and from and all those kinds of things because of the amount of rainfall? But they, they must have looked at that. They know what the, they're looking at the same weather that you are, and they're saying we can handle that amount. Well, I have a special weather.com. Get these pumps, get these pumps <laughs> up and running. And, and this, is going to be a, this is going to be a fantastic football game, guys. And I think that it's indoors is good for BYU. And, uh, you know, LSU thinks that they need to control it and run the football. And if guys plays, you know, they want to run it, they want to pound it. Um, BYU wants to stop them from running it. BYU's game plan has got to be no, no, no. You have to make Danny Etling be a drop-back passer and throw the ball down the field. BYU, I think they're going to struggle to run the football against this, this LSU. The front seven's kind of been reworked, but when have they ever been bad in the front seven? Ever. They averaged yeah. the last, like, three years, three draft picks. From their defense. They just reload. They're now they're, so good. Their secondary is experienced and really good. The front is going to be fine, even though they've got some new faces there. This is a team that's averaged 10 wins a season for the last 14 years in the SEC West. So this is a great challenge for BYU. And this is the kind of game you just get pumped about. And you know, I hate to say it, but I, I, I have to think that last week, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, when you're playing Portland State, you're going, yeah, uh, yeah it's okay, but we're playing LSU next week. Oh, yeah. And, and these guys are excited about it. Let me reiterate something. There are people, there's this idea that, oh, playing it in the Superdome is that much more of an advantage for LSU. Houston has more LSU alumni in it than any other city. Right. In than the entire state of Louisiana, for that matter. The, the number, one fan, number yeah. one fan base in Houston, UT, the Longhorns. Number two, LSU. So, they, yeah. so I, it, I don't buy into it that it's going to make that much of a difference. Now, will all the BYU fans that had bought tickets be able to move things and travel? No. So it might mean a little bit of change. But Guys, I expected this to be just like the Oklahoma game anyhow. Yeah, exactly. At Houston or a North. Semi-neutral. And, 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 de facto and you road game. You, yeah. you can say all you want. Once you leave Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you would rather have that stadium just be packed with crazies that hate you. Because you can... You can feed off of the negative energy directed towards you, and you love the best sound in the world is to throw a touchdown pass or make a great play and hear everybody go, oh, and then the stadium just be quiet. And then hear your little sliver of fans going (laughs) nuts in the upper deck out there. There's nothing quite like that, like rubbing the home team's face in it. And let's face it, LSU is going to be the home team in this game, but they were going to be the home team in Houston. They were. Nothing, not, like, yeah, like competitively, you were going to be indoors anyways. Right. NRG Stadium. Did it have an open roof? Remind me. You were there in yes, 2013. Yes, they had a retractable okay. roof. Okay. So they, they would have had it closed. You could have been indoors anyway. Uh, you're playing in an NFL stadium. You're playing in a, in, a, in a big city. You're playing against LSU. Regardless. So to me, not a lot has changed per se. This is going to be a similar setup. Even if you had Jamal Williams, it was going to be tough to rush the ball. It's going to be a challenge, but a fun one for BYU. If you're just joining us and uh, you've missed the last 15 minutes, it is official now. BYU and LSU will play in the Advocare Texas kickoff 
in New Orleans in the Mercedes Superdome due to uh, the catastrophic flooding taking place in Houston. It is set for New Orleans. We will discuss this more, what it means for the psyches of both teams specifically. How do they approach this game now? What kind of distraction is there? Blaine Fowler is with us. Coming back with more on BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Tweet in what you're thinking, how you feel about all of this, and go Cougars. G-E-A-U-X, Cougars. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B, joined by everyone's favorite uncle, Uncle B, national champion quarterback at BYU, dual threat analyst. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast typically at this time. But we're live today. But we are live today because of Double duty today, boys. Yes, indeed. You guys are getting it done. BYU and LSU to play in New Orleans in the Superdome Saturday, September 2nd. 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 Mountain Time. ESPN will still broadcast the game. All of that remains the same. The location only has changed, and obviously tickets, uh, we are learning, will be refunded, especially those, the the ones bought through LSU. Still still wondering. We're we're not sure on BYU. Yeah, we we've reached out waiting to hear. We will we will let. I mean, uh, I don't know how happen. else you do it because you can't really just assign a seat. Yeah. People have to pick out I their ass- seats. Right? I would assume that those ninety four hundred are going to be similarly, just, released, or, or just or just credit know. you, but you got to call in and or whatever. I don't know. It, we'll, we'll, we'll see, see how they're going to yeah. do it. There's a lot of logistics behind the scenes oh, now. My head spins. And, and at think the about the logistics that the Superdome's got to deal with right now to get the security that comes in, concessions, parking, traffic, the police force in New Orleans. They had to put all that together and present that to the folks that are making the decision and say, hey, we, we got this and we can do it on short notice. We can do this in a week. Um, and so that's, that's pretty impressive to mobilize the force of people and things that have to be done to stage an event of this size in, in a week's planning time. It's, it's pretty awesome. At Greg Rosenhan just tweeted in this, I love that BYU Sports Nation can go live whenever to keep us up to date. I wish it was like CNN and they would stay on all night. <laughs> Blaine, well, are you you're free tonight? No, I'm not free. <laughs> I actually was just down the street, and and that's why I came in. I just wandered in. <laughs> yeah, you just wandered in. I just wandered in. They're like, "Hey, Blaine, you just hanging around? Yeah. This is where I hang." By the way, the Saints do play the Ravens with Bronson Kafusi, DeAndre Wesley, Robinson, Daniel on Thursday in the Superdome. This and, Thursday, and they, so BYU fly in Thursday. Who nice. knows if they even go to the? Maybe they'll fly in Friday. We'll see. Maybe they even go to the game. Who knows? Uh, and that would then be they awesome. play Saturday night. Yeah, I, I would. I would. I would. Think that that, that should be on our agenda. That's what we should do. <laughs> yeah, I would think that BYU might fly on Friday uh, morning, Just given all of the circumstances. Yeah. but maybe because to, like, it's so far away, they now go the, Thursday. The, the travel for the team is not quite as complicated because it's charter, so yeah. they have to re kind of configure the charter. But but it's not quite as big a deal. They have to find a hotel that's capable of hosting a team with meetings and all of that. Um, I was thinking about this. If if you were to ask the the kids on the team. Superdome or NRG Stadium, they know the history of the Superdome. A lot of huge events over their lifetimes have been played there. All of the big, I mean, basketball games, football games, you know, Super Bowls, Final Fours, all those kinds of things there. Now, that stadium in Houston is a fantastic new state-of-the-art facility. But the Superdome has way more history. And I think, I think guys that play the game at this level appreciate the history of a place. You know, more than how beautiful the facility is. Fans appreciate all the luxuries of a new facility. And Superdome's got that after the renovation. But, but I think players 
like to play in historic buildings and think about the history and the other players that have played there and what's happened there before. It's really cool. What about the psyche of these teams? Who does this impact more in terms of preparation for the game, the coaches and players for LSU with coaches and players for BYU? I think because it stayed neutral site, and I think that's why the committee was so intent on it being that, I think that it really doesn't change their preparation in any way, shape, or form. I, I think that they – and because it goes from indoors to indoors, every, everything's the same. Everything's the same. And because the distribution of fans, how many for LSU, how many for BYU, doesn't change much – I don't think there's any preparation change. I think this is more of an adjustment for the fans than it is for the players. I think the players are, are excited to play. I think that LSU, after watching BYU Saturday, thinks they're just going to manhandle them. So that was good that Kalani had them play like that to set these guys up like that. I, yeah, I, I <laughs> joked that if BYU wanted to have LSU think that this was going to be a cakewalk, especially defensively against BYU's offense. That was probably the they performance did exactly that you what they wanted, wanted to do for that. By I mean, the way, they knew exactly what they were doing. By the way, you talk about the history of the Superdome. This Utah played a an SEC team in the Superdome, Alabama, in the 2009 Sugar Bowl. Got yeah, the most significant win in program history. Uh, they beat the heck out of them. Yeah, and guess what? They, Alabama, they were Alabama, BYU were Alabama, Alabama came into that game going Utah. Seriously, this is. And that was an we don't need to worry about this Utah team that had just beaten and, BYU. And, and they manhandled them. Yeah. And and now here comes LSU going really after what we just saw in film. Yeah. This, so this, this is, is this is we can I, handle these guys. This is why I say it's the crown jewel of independent scheduling and it smells like 09 a little bit. Ah, oh, you got no shot. Although 09, you were ranked 20th. It wasn't like BYU was some slouch. Details on tickets regarding BYU fans that have purchased for the Advocare Texas kickoff between LSU and BYU are still being discussed and worked out. That's the official word from BYU Athletics. We just got word uh, here in Studio B that uh, it's going to be a little bit longer. Here's the thing for BYU. Because there are less tickets to handle, they, they can probably work a few more options out compared to the oh, yeah. 70,000 that LSU is dealing with. Not quite that many, but yeah. It, you know, it seats what seventy three. Seats seventy three for 73? football. So okay. seventy three. So the stadiums are similar in size, um, and, and I don't I don't know if they're going to sell this thing out, but certainly being that much closer to Baton Rouge, I would think they would be more LSU fans that will will make the trip down. Let me present a scenario that I don't think is likely, but I just want to throw out there. What if BYU goes down Thursday or whatever, and it's also bad in New Orleans, like around the area with all the with all the tornado flash flood watch drainage system. That could be bad, but the, the P, NRG and ESPN must feel like with the city of New Orleans and the Superdome that everything's going to be fine. Otherwise, they wouldn't go there, right? I'm just you, throwing it out there. Cause you and, here, it's, and it's not so much about the Superdome because remember when, well, the wind and Katrina took sections of the roof off of the Superdome. You remember that? And, and it was a staging but, area but, for emergency. But, but it was a staging area, so it must be on high enough ground that, that it could be a staging area for emergency folks. So the Superdome itself wasn't underwater. The wind affected it, but it was a staging but area. But the people in the but area. But the people in yeah. the communities, yeah. especially, you know, there's a big inland water, lake that's uh, um, on the, away from the ocean side of New Orleans that they always worry about where there's levees and all these kinds of things. Yeah, New Orleans sits down almost like in a dish, and so it's, it's susceptible. Some of the neighborhoods um, around New Orleans are always susceptible to flooding, but where the, where the Superdome sits based on that experience of it being a staging area during one of the most devastating hurricanes of all time. That was a terrible, terrible time for the city of New Orleans, and they bounced back from that in an amazing way, and the Saints were fantastic. Uh, It was almost like it brought that city together. When you say Saints, I don't know which one you mean. 
the New Orleans Saints. Or the LDS Saints. And both. Because <laughs> the LDS Saints rolled up their sleeves and helped all of the New Orleans Saints fans. Drew Brees in an LDS helping hands, yep. you know, uh, yep. best would have been so, But But I, I'm with you. What about the neighbor? If, if the community is in peril at that time, then you think. And I hope they're not. I'm just saying. I'm saying they, they must be looking at the weather and yeah. going. Yeah. But you got to admit, 10 inches of rain down there. Like we get our airport here averages 16.5 inches a year. The benches get about 20 inches a year. Um, down there, hey, 10 inches of rain. <laughs> That's what they do in the, on the Gulf Coast. So they're, they're more capable of handling it. What they're getting in Houston right now is off the charts yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, and, and to bring it back nicely, Bling, like you said, we, we are certainly thinking about those in Houston yes. affected by that. We know that there are ties not just to this football game, but to so many hundreds of thousands of people. And so prayers for Texas. Yes. All right, Blaine. Thanks for joining us. Right, yeah, thanks, Blaine. Come hang out with us anytime. You, you bet. Final word? Let's go. G-E-A-U-X. Go Cougars. Go Cougars. <laughs> we'll have more tomorrow, the latest from BYU and LSU in terms of who's going to be actually playing in the game. Stay tuned to BYU Sports Nation for the latest. See ya.